0: Have you ever wondered who you really are, underneath all the layers? When you see yourself through the lens of human design, you see your most authentic self.
1: Join us on a journey of self-discovery as we dig deeper into topics relating to our spirituality. In this space,
0: you will receive wisdom from us, Gemma and Chloe, as we guide you towards your most
1: aligned life. Welcome to the Soundboarding on Human Design podcast. Back so today we have a really great episode lined up for you. We're going to be talking about what human design is, what astrology is, why they're really useful systems, and how they can actually be amazing tools of transformation in your life to get you back into the life of alignment of your dreams of who you're meant to be. Very cool. Honestly, do not know what I would do without these systems. Um, Actually, I do know. I would still be lost floating bit of flower around in the atmosphere. Um. <laughs> so, Gemma, did you want to kind of introduce us to astrology today? Sure thing. So
0: astrology at a basic level is a way of measuring the impact that the planets have on us. When we are born, the moment that we come out of our mother's womb, we we are imprinted with the planetary energies um and a lot of people will ask me oh i was two weeks late or i was two weeks early does that mean that my star sign is not accurate um and i always say it's the moment that you emerged the moment that you emerged the very minute where the planets Mm -hmm. were in the sky um imprinted onto you imprinted onto your personality onto your life story um And the way that we measure this when we are doing a reading is we have something called a birth chart. A birth chart is, it looks like a little wheel of pizza. It's got 12 slices. And each of those slices is ruled by a certain sign of the zodiac. Um, And then the planets will be in different spots around your chart. And each of those planets, depending on which sign it's in and which house it's in, will, inter- will be interpreted into many different themes and areas in your life. So um, the houses are different themes. So, for example, we've got the first house, which is the house of the self and the identity and the physical mm-hmm. body. Um, then we've got the second house which is the house of the material plane so material things earthly things self worth mm. um and i think chloe maybe we should do an episode on the houses maybe an, a a solo episode like i a, think we a totally should, should yeah. really just
1: go into what all the houses are because the houses are so important in astrology um, yes. and you could totally we could easily do a whole episode on the houses and examples of planets in the houses. Yeah, you guys will learn a lot from that.
0: Yes, I think that's a great idea. Um yeah, so basically awesome. when I look at a birth chart, the the houses that have like the little slices of pizza that I, I like to call them, the houses that <laughs> have planets, a lot of planets in them will be the ones that are the most important in your life. If you have got three planets in the 7th house, <clears throat> which is the house of relationships, you will have a big focus on relationships in your life. But I do also like to say um, I, for example, I don't have any planets in the seventh house, but Mm -hmm. I am extremely relationship focused. So it doesn't mean that just because you don't have planets in that area that you won't have um, a focus on that area because there's other indications of that. For example, I'm a Scorpio sun I'm um, mm. super um, interested in relating to people. I'm a uh, Venus in Libra. Again, very relationship focused. So it's not black and white. Um, yes. There's so much, there's so many ways to interpret a chart. There's so many different meanings and potentials. And um, yeah, so at a basic level, that is what
1: astrology is. Yes. Um, and I think do you have anything it is else so to add? Interesting. I was just going to add in that idea of we would love to be able to show you guys how you can can find in your charts um, areas of love or areas of career or areas of these indicators that would come up in your chart so you can do a little bit of interactive podcasting, which is cool. Um, But, yes, for astrology, no, I think that you described that so well much better than I could have grateful (laughs) that you took that one um (laughs) thanks Chloe yeah I just think astrology being able to because when I look at astrology and I look at human design I really think astrology is more the internal personality um side of yourself and human design also does have some personality aspects but more the energetic way you move through the world Yep. And, yeah, so I think astrology more yin and human design more yang kind of. That's just, mm. I don't even know if that's true, but that's just how I see it. Um, no, but, I can see that too because yeah. I feel like human design,
0: even just the look of a body graph, it's to me, it's very masculine. It's very yang.
1: Yeah, it's um, like this is how your energy moves. This is yeah. exactly the way that it's going to work for you. Um and, yeah, more direction-based rather than – and even, like, interpreting a chart, if you interpret an astrology chart, it is more feminine, using your imagination, getting more creative with it rather mm. than human design, which is less creative interpretation. But yes. human, I'll go into human design a bit. It's cool because astrology is within human design because human design is made up of – few different ancient modalities um what's it made up of the hindu chakra system the tree of life kabbalah the i ching and yeah and western astrology um but then also some modern sciences like quantum physics i'm pretty sure but i'm not really because i'm not science-based i don't want to go into that (laughs) (laughs) um but really cool so this chart that really helps you human design helps you let go of what you're not really helps you decondition all of these beliefs that that the world has told you that you are your whole life and when you see your chart there's five energy types the projector generator manifesting generator well they can kind of go together manifester and reflector um when you find out what energy type you are it's amazing and each energy type has a certain strategy and authority. But then within that, there's so much more. So I feel like it really gives you a permission slip, just like astrology as well, to not be like everyone else and to be like, I am, <laughs> you are completely empowered with this chart to be able to live your most authentic life. Because even though two projectors were both be projectors, there's going to be so many different variables that show how different they are going to operate through the world as well so absolutely yeah, I feel, yeah. Like, I feel like that's the main part of human design but i suppose like just saying like how yeah how your energy really functions naturally but it really points to your gifts Wow, well, there's really a storm going on here i'm sorry um <laughs> wow your, your I can hear it. yeah i think it shows you shows you the highest expression of your energy really and but also, so many other things doesn 't it like human design, like your motivation, your best environment i mean main helpful thing is helping you make decisions yeah. um, I think has i mean one of the main helpful things I think that has really really helped me um, and really interact with others best and find your purpose in that way like there's there 's so many aspects of an astrology chart and a human design chart that can really lead you towards your purpose, which is what we were kind of going to move on to after this yeah. but do you feel like a really helpful part of the chat is just showing like where you're really out of alignment like with yeah. with the whole conditioning and shadows and thinking that you're like this highly emotional person say when you're actually a non-emotional human or thinking that you are need to have this sense of direction all the time when you have an undefined g um
0: yeah I, I heard a quote once that I thought was super true, and that is human design shows us both what we are and what we are not. Exactly. And what we are not is just as important as what we are in human design because if we're conditioned into this world to think that um, who we are is um, someone who is designed to hustle and work super hard but we don't have our our sacral defined, if we're mm-hmm. a projector or a reflector or a manifestor, mm-hmm. we're not designed to work. Nine to five, say, Mm -hmm. Um, knowing that we are, that is, knowing what we are not in that context is so important. Maybe just as important important as knowing what we are.
1: Definitely as important. It's such a huge permission slip. It's like, oh my gosh, I do not have to be acting the way everyone else has to act. And actually, if I did act that way, it would be giving me a total disservice Mm. and the rest of the people around me because I would not be living as great as I could be. Um, which is so cool. Is there, is there anything about human design or astrology that's like straight away comes to mind? Like, this is my favorite thing about these systems.
0: Good question. So with human design, I'd say my favorite thing is the different differentiation, Mm -hmm. um, knowing and giving, being given that permission slip to be different, Mm -hmm. um, And the fact that our auras speak for themselves. So it's like, I don't actually need to be anything, prove myself. Um, I just need to be me. And in being me, I'm, uh, it's correct. Like it's, yeah. um, I'm living how I'm supposed
1: to be living.
0: Yes. And I am designed this way, but my best friend is designed this way and that is correct for her. And so I don't need to make any judgments um about her life because I can see how she's designed and um what's correct for her is not correct for me and vice versa so it's It's just so so nice
1: it is yeah it's like being able to I really think that aspect of human design being like wow that person is a manifestor and that is why they are acting that
0: way. Yes. And if <laughs> and anyone I, else acted I that way, asked... it would not be right. Yeah, but it is for yeah, them. Yeah,
1: exactly. It's, <laughs> it's honestly, it blows my mind every time. Um, and to see someone when they are able to live in alignment with their design is, is so incredible when they have that awareness. I'm hmm. like, wow, well, you are living so correctly for you that all of these opportunities are coming your way. It's so many, I don't know, it's like adding an extra shine To that wasn't there before because I don't know of of society
0: yeah yeah and being taught that we should be a certain way when really it's not that's not who we are
1: yeah
0: our aura is not designed like that no um what about you what's your favorite maybe you can just tell me your favorite Mm -hmm. um aspect of human design and then we can move on to astrology
1: yeah because uh, in my head then I was just thinking of something about astrology that I really loved. Um, but...
0: Maybe you can go go with that then. <laughs>
1: I'll go with that because that's, that's the thought that I had. <laughs> Great. Follow your um, thoughts. Okay, thank you. <laughs> um, okay, so something I really love about astrology because I am an evolutionary astrology student and astrologer. Um, I love having that freedom to know that my – Like, okay, so this isn't just astrology. This is just like as a spiritual, as a human being living a spiritual experience, knowing that my soul has lived other lifetimes and has come here to really live out the lessons of what my past lifetimes have really like put me in this position now. Like, I think that kind of awareness of being able to open up my mind in that way of not just seeing my life as so 3D linear i i i was born and then i die and Mm. i have to just live my life the same way as everyone else is living i'm like no i actually came here with certain karmic lessons i'm supposed to be fulfilling this lifetime and i came here with certain gifts i was supposed to be um i am good at like for me i have come here with a Pisces South node so I have already this like innate sense of being someone that is very caring and sensitive and intuitive and loves already has loved all things spirituality Um, you're probably like a
0: witch or something hey
1: yes well I think we're all (laughs) witches especially us astrologers right (laughs) but yeah I just I think that knowing that that I came here with this already in me but then I have all of these other amazing lessons to learn as well. Like I know I have to really like learn myself worth this lifetime. Like that's a big Mm -hmm. one. I really have to learn a lot through relationships this lifetime. Like those knowing the lessons that are really important to us through the charts, I think is like freaking incredible. Definitely. (laughs) What about you? Do you have a favorite thing about astrology as well? Um... I mean, I think I went into it. That was a huge answer. Sorry.
0: (laughs) <laughs> no, that's fine. That's good. Um, the first thing that comes to mind actually for me is with astrology, I find it really helpful to understand the people around me. So mm. I find that when I know someone's chart, I can understand their motivations and why they are the way they are. And that helps me to give them the permission slip to just be them.
1: Yes. And that
0: probably applies for both. Human design and astrology, but I think for some reason, um, the way that a birth chart is visually set out helps me to categorize the themes and the desires and, and the motivations in someone's life really effectively. Do you think
1: because maybe it's more intimate, almost an astrology chart? I yes, I think an astrology chart is really intimate. Um, mm. I I don't know, but def- I definitely I love that that really you can tell the reason why motivate themselves in that way for sure with with the astrology yeah. like there are some um, indicators in human design but kind of less it's different yeah 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 it's um,
0: and then i think when we can understand someone's motivations it can help mm. us accept them so much more for example my daughter who's a pisces son mm-hmm. and she has chiron and neptune conjunct her son yes um Chiron is, the, is an asteroid which is called the Wounded Healer um, and Neptune is the planet of illusions. Uh, so knowing that that's a big part of her personality, she's super emotional and she's mm-hmm. super into um, fantasy lands and um, fiction and Mm -hmm. you know movies and watching a movie and just escaping into the movie and then obsessing over it and um she cries daily so it's it's (laughs) it's kind of like if I didn't know her birth chart I would just I would not understand her as well and it kind of it's it it just cuts out a few steps of my (laughs) relationship with her it's like okay I can see it's like speed therapy yes it's like yeah I, I I see who you are And we come to, I come to the acceptance of who she is so much quicker um, and still confronts me when she's, you know, because she is so emotional um, and I, she's emotionally defined in human design and I am not. So um, it's still very confronting, but I understand it. I can Mm. see oh, that is why she is that way. And it's Mm -hmm. just, it's so much easier when. I don't know. I mean, yeah, if, no, yeah.
1: definitely, definitely. You just understand someone on a deeper level, sometimes yeah. more than they understand themselves, which yeah. is also, <laughs> which is funny sometimes when you're like, I really, I, I know why you do these things. <laughs> but you don't. <laughs> but you should open yourself up to my amazing advice. Um, <laughs> and invite me. <laughs> invite me in, please. Um, But yes, <laughs> I love that. Yeah, the combination of, um, especially with your daughter being an, um, an emotional authority, but then having that Neptune and Chiron there, it's like, wow, there's it's cool, like being able to overlap the charts and see yeah. all, the, all the things. I think that's my favorite thing about knowing both of the systems is understanding how much more depth you can get into it. Because I think that there's a lot of people that are human design readers that don't have that astrology background, mm. and maybe can't see as deeply into a human design chart as we could because we can see all the expressions of the gates. Yes. I didn't actually explain human design very well now I think about it. Um,
0: You you did a a great like blanket statement, but there's so much specifics.
1: It it would would have taken you 20 minutes to describe. Yeah, And it's so much easier when you see, (laughs) when you have a chart in front of you. So I would recommend bringing up, pulling up your body graph on my body graph. So you can just have a visual understanding of what human design is and seeing the chakras there, seeing this, that all of the chakras are the little boxes and the ones that are defined to colored in and the ones that are open where you're really susceptible to your outside environment and people around you, are the white ones and seeing how your energy flows between the centers with the little 64 gates and the channels that are connecting them. And yeah, then having the planets on either side and all of those planets, the expression of the gates are going to be filtered through the planets and then filtered through the lines of the I Ching as well. So, honestly, I think to actually give someone an, a proper human design reading, you could take it, You could take like five hours. Like, I agree. Could, <laughs> but it would be so unhelpful because if you are living in like if you're following your strategy if you're following your authority and maybe you know like a few key points of your chart then everything else kind of flows into place yeah Um, I agree yeah and it's just yeah it's so unhelpful going into too much of it because it just gets complicated I agree Um,
0: I wouldn't recommend doing um an in-depth human design reading for someone who is just learning about human design definitely only do an hour reading and then after they've experimented with it and lived with the knowledge for a while then i would be comfortable to do an in-depth reading where we go into all the tiny details, details.
1: yeah because yeah. otherwise it's just it's so much even just learning your strategy and authority at first and trying to experiment with that takes a long time oh yeah um, definitely and i'm i still i'm definitely experimenting with it <laughs> so oh yeah Me and I'm too. trying to teach people about it so i <laughs> I'm like, no, this is definitely a long process, but it's cool. That's why it's called an experiment. Yes. Um, but I do think it's really cool that you can really find indicators, so many indicators of your purpose through astrology and human design. And I was going to ask you, Gemma, what um, you, this question of what was life like before you found human design and astrology versus now and the kind of shift in perspective That you've had Mm.
0: yeah yeah okay so the first thing that comes to mind is if i was to sum it up in one sentence Mm -hmm. is which i'll expand on obviously (laughs) is being able like going from not understanding or accepting myself or my place in the world to understanding and accepting my place in the world so as a projector we talked about this last episode, you know, but mm. we are just such different beings from the rest of the of the types and mm-hmm. um understanding that is just so helpful. Um and um seeing that I guess yes, it, like before I knew that I was a heavily scorp scorpionic <laughs> uh projector. I could have thought why do people not um, take my advice or open to hearing what I have to say Mm -hmm. Um, because obviously I didn't know that I had to wait to be invited. Mm -hmm. Um, And, yeah, I think that's probably the biggest thing for me is um, learning that I'm not for everyone. And before I knew this, these things about myself and had seen my charts, I thought that I had to be for everyone. Like I wanted Mm -hmm. everyone to like me. Yeah. I wanted everyone to accept me, but now it's like, okay, I can see that I'm a projector. I'm not for everyone. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be invited by a select few people. And when those people invite me, Mm -hmm. they will invite me wholeheartedly and they will love my my Scorpio Stellium, mm-hmm. they will love the intensity and the depth and the wisdom that I have to mm-hmm. offer them. And if they don't like me, it's actually not personal. And that's what I've been working on lately. Is yes. I will draw certain people in, and they will. It will be so correct for both of us. Mm-hmm. Um, the right friendships, the right relationships, um, are for me and will be for me. And I don't have to go out and and, and hustle to make them. And um, push to to bring people into my life because as a projector, the people that are meant to be in my life will invite me, and so that's kind of liberating, really. Like it's yeah. Before I knew these things about myself, I definitely lived very differently. Um, yes, and I think yeah, life just flows, and it's so much smoother when I'm not wasting my energy. If I'm you know hanging out with my family, say I know now that. Um, me being a very loud-mouthed, um, like there's a lot of us when we hang out, there's, you know, probably <laughs> <laughs> there's seven plus, you know, yeah. with all the partners and stuff. Yeah. Um, and so I used to kind of want to like have an equal say as everyone else and like, you know, like kind of shove my opinion down everyone's throat, mm-hmm. which is just so not what I'm meant to do and like no. it's, just, it's horrible. Like it's yeah, not it's- even – you know, when, when, I, when I did that, it's like I wanted approval and I wanted them to recognise me. But really it does the opposite because mm-hmm. they haven't invited it. So now I'm working on, um, because they are my family, I'm super comfortable with them, which sometimes is, makes it even harder because when you're <laughs> with people that you're not, not crazy comfortable with, you can kind of hold back a bit more. But, yeah, yeah I'm working on being able to just... Sit back and listen and observe, and then chime in if it feels energetically correct. And then when I do that, I feel like all eyes are on me and I'm very much listened to. Um, And that feels so much nicer than having, than trying to just be loud and um, speaking when it's not really uh, appropriate for my energy.
1: Yes. So that it bounces back and makes you feel so bitter yes i have seen in so many times as well i feel Mm. like if any projector listening um would also be able to relate to be saying when they are putting themselves in a situation saying things when it wasn't invited and it's like it's awful and i was the the same with before finding human design and wondering look i'm just gonna go into why i also love yeah go for it (laughs) good segue (laughs) okay cool (laughs) Because, yeah, I don't know, just just for me, um, the same thing with not feeling uh, like I was heard beforehand and now really just waiting. Because I know, obviously, people that love me want to hear what I have to say because otherwise they wouldn't love me. Um, but just knowing when the right time to speak is and not trying to be that initiating manifester or that, yeah. yeah, as open aura generator, which I have... I still find quite difficult like as a Libra rising and as someone that doesn't have much water <laughs> element in my chart <laughs> and is quite like open and friendly and like not that you're not as well but it's just I feel like my a core part of my nature is as well being like wanting to be a people pleaser and wanting to just really overextend myself with having like okay so knowing my chart. Having Mars on the ascendant, having yeah, being the Libra riser, being the Aquarius, being the very like sociable, talk, talking, chatty person, but then also knowing, um, Emma, projector, yeah, who needs to be waited to be invited into things is, is a balancing act that I am still working on, and <laughs> probably will be for a while, <laughs> but but yeah, pre pre knowledge of this of these systems I was so so lost like I had absolutely no idea what I wanted to do in life I had absolutely no idea what who I was I just felt like much more of a follower rather than this like I have a lot of Aquarius in me like I'm I really like for me to be living my best life I really need to be authentically myself I need to be yeah this individual who can be like stand out from the crowd a bit and yeah be a little bit wacky but (laughs) I wasn't like that at all and I think that the more I've been able to like accept that part of myself I've just been able to grow so much more oh my gosh Mm. I love being an Aquarius now I I mean I always did but I didn't understand that and having the the undefined gene, knowing that it's so okay to be someone that doesn't know exactly where they're heading in life all the time, um, or <laughs> yeah, have that fixed sense of identity, like that—that's so fine. That's act- thats what—that's more than fine for me because that's how, and same as you, like how we're supposed to be living. Um, exactly, that's our gift. It's our gift in being that flex, yeah, super flexible in that way, and being able to grow and evolve with the universe rather than. And I'm also very right facing variables, um, which is more going with the flow, like non specific manifestation, which you can also see in your human design chat, um, of letting the universe more decide where you're heading and going along for the ride rather than having a true idea of exactly what's going to happen. Um, so I think just knowing that, but I just feel so, so much love for past me who was so lost. And then finding these systems and really understanding, having that remembrance of, oh, this is why I'm here. This is who I am. Like I already knew these things; they were just suppressed so mm. much. Um, has was like the most liberating thing as well. Like it's, I've said it. We said it before. I'm saying it again. These systems are so liberating. They're so freeing. <laughs> like they having that knowledge. I think it's what we're all seeking. Like why did we come to earth? Why why am I here? What is the point of all of it? Who and am I, I? Who am I? Where is someone telling me who I am? And I don't care if it's the same as someone else because at least someone's telling me what to do and then everyone is, ends up doing the same thing and it's not being correct for them because they're not listening to their like authentic individual charts that really show you. <laughs> exactly. Like, everyone just needs to know like one size fits all approach, never works never Um, never so listen like that I suppose it's the combination of knowing your charts but also knowing yourself and experimenting with them and really understanding not just on a intellectual level but on an embodied level um these qualities that you have within you
0: definitely yes um I was gonna ask you can you think of a client um, or someone that you've done a reading for um, that has since knowing their, their body graph and their birth chart um, mm. been able to make some changes or how the knowledge has, has really um, helped them?
1: Well, recently I just did a chat for my friend who is a splenic projector and I was really – and she – Did she had a lot? She has already like huge knowledge of who she is, and already knew a bit about human design, but just hadn't really gone deep into it. And through really seeing all these aspects in her, in both her charts, we were able to think of such I don't know amazing way to kind of combine all these things that she's doing. So now she is going to go to Melbourne study kinesiology, like really hone in on that intuition that she has as a sonic projector and like learn how to use it to help other people. And she wants to be able to guide other people to use their intuition better, which is so cool. Um, it's very <laughs> and, appropriate. Yeah. Yeah. To be like intuitive business owners as she herself. And she like just the more everything in her chart was pointing to her being this business entrepreneurial spirit, but so much, so many aspects of spirituality in her chart that she wanted to hone in on and I don't know I'm just I'm proud of myself actually <laughs> that I was able to like guide her in that direction and now she's like yes that is actually exactly what I wanted to do <laughs> mm-hmm. um so yes so she's making changes um and another friend she's making changes as well really honing in on her art because um, I think there's a lot of cool cr- there's so many cool creative people out there that feel like art doesn't make money or doing alternative things doesn't make money Mm. and really I am trying to change that mindset in people to show them like no you have these skills in you you are so intuitive you are so artistic so intelligent in this area like whatever it is or you can do all of these different things at once you as a manifesting generator you don't just have to be um, studying this one thing, you can also be these other 10 things. <laughs> and yeah. just like, giving themselves, just really helping them in that way. Like, yeah, that that friend as well is making positive changes. So I'm like, and I do, I feel like with most people I am seeing, I'm, like I obviously a lot of people, it's like, okay, well, I'm going to sit with this knowledge for a while and it's up to them if they're going to make me, it it's always up to them. Like as readers... And guides we can't make anyone do anything but it's so satisfying when they do right um, yes t- what about what about you have you can you um think of any examples um
0: it's interesting because um I'd say half of the readings that I do I do for people that I don't actually know mm. so then they're not really in my life for me to kind of follow up and see the impact that the reading had unless they message me later on and thank me, which does happen as well. Um, But I think recently um, my friend, I told her that she was a 1-3 profile in human design Mm -hmm. Um, and that was super liberating for her because she found that – So a a three line, if if you've got a three as part of your profile in human design, you're meant to make mistakes and learn from making your mistakes. Your journey is to figure out what does and doesn't work by living it yourself. Um, And then the one line is all about um, investigation and learning and knowledge. Um, And the way that this was manifesting in her life was that she was – studying that she had so much anxiety around um, kind of like perfectionism in learning and not being as as smart as she wanted to be and not being perfect and um, as good as her peers um, in what she was learning. And when I told her that she's kind of designed to be an information machine in the way that she's designed to really love learning and, and soak up mm-hmm. information, But with that three line as well, she's, she's designed to make, you know, do the whole trial and error thing. So Mm -hmm. she isn't really, so it's correct for her to figure out what works and what doesn't work. Um, It's probably correct for her to do a few courses and she might do one course for half a year and be like, actually, this isn't for me. And then move on to something that is, um,
1: Based on her research interest as well because it's really with the one line wanting to dive into whatever is like really piquing their interest.
0: Exactly. So um, and as well she's a generator so she's meant to be doing what lights her up. And So Mm. if she isn't doing what lights her up, she's not going to have the energy for it. So Mm. um, she had a lot of anxiety around that and she decided that she was going to um, take a break from studying what she was studying and she felt – she felt like a a bit of a failure, but when I told her that that was literally her design, Mm. she was so excited. um, That's so nice. Because she was like, oh, like this makes so much sense. Like you've articulated exactly how I feel, but society, you know, I feel so much pressure from the people around me and society and that I have to finish and, um, Mm. yeah, just just for her to feel like that liberation and that um, being able to accept like this is – correct for me this is this is who I am um that
1: That's was really cool. that was nice
0: for her I love to, I love to have
1: that. yeah it's nice for you as well like it's nice being the person <laughs> that is able that to it. kind of deliver this information and be like yeah. this is who you are never think that there's something wrong with you um which is so I don't know it's just it's really it goes both ways it's such a nice energy exchange definitely um, And I was I wanted to ask you about just if there was any other particular things in the charts that really pointed to Yeah, finding your purpose through these systems because I just know so many people are very lost in the world Mm. and I don't know, just like even just talking to friends, just being like, I don't know if what I'm doing is right for me and how you can find validating aspects of that in your charts. Like, is yeah. there, what, what thing would you look at in particular? Hmm. Good question. So hmm, I think with astrology, I would look
0: at the sun first and foremost. Mm-hmm. Um, the sun is what we want um, and it's a big part of our identity. So if we are living mm-hmm. our sun, we're going to feel so much more embodied and true to ourselves. Yes. um and then I think the nodes hey like looking yeah. at the nodes is probably the yeah it's like just as important as the sun mm-hmm. the nodes are who we were in a past life so that's our south node and then our north node is who we are designed to be in this life even though it doesn't come naturally to us
1: yes um
0: so it's kind of like you know we we are there's two islands and our (laughs) south node is one island and we're sitting on that island and we're so really comfy yeah we're just like this is great this is easy peasy I know what I'm doing comes naturally Mm. but there's another island over there in the distance that we can see and we have to get into the boat and row across to that other island Mm. to what is kind of foreign to us but we have to do that because if we don't, we will stay on our comfort zone island and be so unfulfilled and feel like we don't have any purpose. Mm, so when we want to learn and grow. Yes. So when we have the courage to get into that boat, row over to the other island. When we first arrive, it won't. It'll feel scary. It'll feel foreign. It doesn't come mm. naturally. But the more that we can embody that, oh, it feels so good. It feels so like just, just nice to 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 confront that and and become who we are actually meant to be um even though and it's so- not easy mm,
1: and you do bring parts of yourself from the south node from that part that you're comfortable with into that north node aspect the the positive aspects of your south node um yeah. so you do bring like cuz obviously living your purpose living your best life you want to be shining <laughs> you want to be feeling the best version of yourself so it is like you want to hone in on these talents that you were given this lifetime but also knowing that you're reaching towards other area that's like this is going to challenge me but I'm going to grow so much and that's where I'm meant to be mm-hmm. um yeah and in in human design it would be more like the incarnation cross I feel and like the highest purpose of your energy type almost like knowing maybe like the specificity you know what I mean um (laughs) specificity yes yes being like I am a projector so I'm here to guide people but I'm a mental projector so I'm really here to do it on this higher higher level um Mm. almost (laughs) and like then all all the other things of your chart I think all of your chart really points towards your purpose but just knowing like that as like an overall overreaching thing. But then yeah. having your, your incarnation cross, which is the four main energies from your conscious sun and conscious earth and unconscious sun and unconscious earth, those placements together creating a flavor that you bring into everything that you really do in life. That's um, true. If you are living in alignment and the more you kind of, I don't know, keep going, not even keep going, but the more you incorporate that energy into everything you do, the more opportunities will come your way, the more, yeah, the better you will feel because you are supposed to be expressing these energies. And it can be quite difficult sometimes. Like I know a lot of the energies from incarnation crosses can seem like, oh, that's not me. Um, I've seen that in chart readings before I've, kind of interpreted people's crosses and they're like I like that sounds awesome but I'm not doing that um (laughs) um, and I like I can totally resonate like that with my incarnation cross
0: (laughs) well we're meant to We're we're, before we can embody our incarnation cross we have to follow our strategy and authority for a long time apparently so yeah
1: um
0: do you want to maybe explain a little bit about your incarnation cross
1: Yes. Oh, like as in what my particular cross is. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So my incarnation cross is the left angle cross of the Alpha Two. That is what its name is. So there's like, there's so many different types. I can't remember how many different types there it are. Was out, but
0: almost a hundred, or maybe more. Actually,
1: I think there's way more. I think it's I thought it was something like seven hundred. Oh wow! <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm not sure if there's that many, but I think it's definitely like maybe a hundred and something or
1: okay ask the experts um (laughs) (laughs) google it yeah definitely google it um (laughs) yeah so my cross is all about being like the leader of my own life being able to almost not take not listen to what anyone else has to say but be able to do it like it's very Aquarius my incarnation cross. just Mm. being able to do it in my own in my own way without like what tradition has told me to do without what any society want has told me to do and then be able to from me living like my most authentic non-conditioned life that will then influence other people and I'll be able to lead other people towards their life that doesn't have because my my course with the leader and it's all really about being able to influence other people to kind of step into their purpose as well which I think mm. is cool that and but yet yeah, not care about what <laughs> What society tells us which I and the reason I say that's difficult for me is because I do have so much conditioning around I need to go to uni, I need to which we all do, like I need to be doing living life a certain way and I try as much as I can to not think in those ways. But the mind gets the better of you sometimes. Definitely. So, definitely. So yes, that's what my cross is about. What's what's your cross about again?
0: So I'm the right-angle cross of the Sphinx, number four.
1: Nice.
0: Um, and you know what's so funny? I think that um, I'm starting to remember. I'm pretty sure there's 170-something um, okay. of these. But okay, cool, sorry. We, sh- we should Google it. <laughs> Maybe
1: that's where I got the 700 because I saw a seven somewhere.
0: <laughs> yes, well, there you go. Um, yes. And the funny thing is that I've done readings for so many people that have the exact same incarnation
1: cross i actually it's have like, as well i how think weird. That certain themed people come into your life for a reason yeah it's just so interesting it, to me it is so interesting um
0: but mine's all about there's definitely some links in, in ours um mm. so mine's more about like i'm meant to be when, when i can live in the moment and do my own thing and do it in a way that is so true to me and just show my passion for what I'm doing Mm -hmm. Um, other people will observe that and be inspired to um, to follow my lead. So I'm kind of meant to be self-absorbed, not in the shadowy way, but in the way Mm -hmm. of like literally just so self-absorbed and in the moment that I'm just like living in this, Mm, this little present. realm of yeah, the, in the present and and um, really just so passionate about what I'm doing and giving my all to it and being in that little bubble um, and then when others can see that and inspires them to do their passion and to um, maybe be more present in who they are. Mm.
1: Um, That's a really nice cross as well. Our yeah. crosses are quite similar, actually. Yeah, um, <laughs> I love that. I mean, I love that yours is that you are really like giving that permission slip now to say I and doing exact – I just need to be spending my time doing exactly what I need to be doing and I'm not going to be guilty about it.
0: Yeah, um,
1: But it's so – like right now, even just talking about it, it's like, gosh, I,
0: I'm, I'm not living that at the moment. I mean, there's glimpses of it definitely, but mm. I think I've had experiences where I have felt – I've been made to feel like the, living that way is wrong and that I'm, that I'm living <laughs> – that I'm too in a fantasy land or I'm too self-absorbed or that definitely. I'm – not listening or whatever it is, and then so I maybe have some, some shame around that. Um, but the more that I can follow my strategy and authority and attract the correct people into my life, um, those people will be so down with and with, with that and admire mm-hmm. that, and and um, yeah, so just trying to you know, the kind more of that we all
1: let it naturally let itself be known unfold yeah Yeah, rather than being like i'm going to aim to do exactly what this cross is doing because that is you can't force that to happen but you can consciously put effort to make your strategy and authority happen um yes (laughs) which is what it always comes back down to um but it is interesting i do feel sometimes when i see someone's chart and i see their incarnation cross how much they really carry that energy with them um and it is very cool to see um so i think it really just depends on the person and maybe their level of self-awareness or their yeah of not being conditioned in their life or whatever it is how much and definitely yeah i suppose it's really admiring to be around someone that is like that because you're like wow i can also do that too um I wonder,
0: yeah. I was just thinking, I wonder if, if we looked at children and we looked at their incarnation crosses before they are super conditioned, mm. I wonder if they'd already be living it and then it's kind of like you're already living it until you're a certain age and then you get conditioned and you're yeah. living kind of, you know, the way that you think you should be living and acting the way you should be acting based on how you're raised and the people around you. And then you kind of have to go on this journey of deconditioning to then go back to that authentic um, way of being
1: I think to an extent because I think some crosses something kind I'm just calling the incarnation crosses crosses audience um, are <laughs> really weirdly specific like this yeah person. I've seen some funny ones yeah some funny ones that <laughs> I just don't think as a child you would be following but <laughs> interesting okay yep I suppose but the thing is there's so you have the incarnate you have those energies and I do think the child following the energies of the gates yes mm. but the interpretation of the that you can find online places or yeah there are like people that have been translated into an expression of what your cross is um sometimes they're a bit odd and i think it's really nice to be able to kind of wipe away that idea of what the cross is and really look at the energies of those four gates and be able yeah, to make up your true. own interpretation of what is the main energy that's kind of bringing to the table here because then probably as a child yes they are really taking on that energy Mm. um yeah because i i don't know i think pretty sure when i was a kid i did not let anyone tell me what to
0: do um natural born alpha
1: (laughs) yes exactly so but it was suppressed for sure. Mm. After a while, um.
0: <laughs> do you know what's funny is I'm thinking about my daughter, my seven-year-old daughter's mm-hmm. cross. She's got the cross of planning, and she this this manifests so literally for her because she mm-hmm. she loves. So the cross of planning is all about contributing to the community and through through planning and creating structure and mm-hmm. things like that. So she loves nothing more than to organize. Um, things for the community for example like organizing a lemonade stand and like she will ask me weekly can we please do a lemonade stand this week (laughs) because she loves like making and planning things for the community then interacting with others and giving to the community Um, and she'll always want to to, she always she'll always plan little events like we're gonna do a fashion show at the park and people pay two dollars to watch it and just little things like that. So I think right. for her, it's definitely she's really
1: living the chart. That's amazing. She is. She, she sounds cute. adorable. Um, <laughs> imagine I love an assertive child. That's very cool. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I would recommend anyone listening to have a look up your incarnation cross, mm. um, because it is a interesting thing to see if you resonate with it, but don't take it too much to heart because sometimes the interpretation is a bit odd. Mm. And yeah, it's not that, as we say, that cross really does unfold. And I really feel like, like as you were saying with the nodal axis in astrology and living at your sun, what we're really reaching towards is that expression of the sun. And that is way more important. I think really living out that for you, that, Scorpio energy Mm. for me this Aquarius energy and the more we embody that the more everything else falls into place which is so lovely anyway it's so cool imagine I'm like I was recently listening to a recording from when I had one of my first astrology readings um from when I was like 1918 um Do you mean you, a reading that someone gave you? Someone gave me a reading, yes. Oh, amazing. Yes, yes. and I I could hear my, the sound of me being so lost mm. in it and so much like gripping onto every word from the reading, being like, wow, finally someone understands me <laughs> someone is giving me advice that I needed that is actually going to apply to me. Like there was... It was, it's actually, it was such a good reading actually. Um. So I can still like the more, when I do listen back to it, sometimes I get more tidbits of um advice kind of that I can apply to m- me still because the birth chart carries through for your whole life, which is so cool. Yeah. Um. Which is so nice. And like even more when you look into, when you get your chart read um. and then as it kind of progresses, like even though you have your, Your birth chart it kind of you can look at your progressions the evolving nature of the planets in your chart and yeah and then the transits that are applying to you at the moment as the planets are in the sky and at this moment and how that will affect certain events or internal events there's so much in in your life there's honestly there's so much I just like wow it's such a cool tool. I hope that um, <laughs> you guys are intru- mo- even more intrigued than when you begin.
0: <laughs> That's the aim. Yes. And I feel like as well, even just without progressions, without transits, just the birth chart alone, um, I'll like I I find new, like you know, every year I'll look at my birth chart. I mean, I look at my birth chart very frequently, but every year I'll have a new realization about my birth chart and be like, ah. Oh, there's a new layer to the understanding. Yes. I thought that I knew everything about it. Yeah. But there's this new, like, oh, that's why that's mm. – and it kind of unfolds. I feel like every every year there's a new layer as we live there's our so experience. There's so many
1: eliminations. Yeah. To be, and because planets can be interpreted in so many different ways, like in the chart, then as you grow the expression of what being an Aquarius sun – means now is going to be different to what it means um in five years time almost like there there will be different influences of it like I feel like the archetype um of each planet of each sign really has a growing element to it so you can be like the the lowest version of the zodiac the shadowy the highest the shadowy version there's like so much of that than being able to get over that and work through it and as you grow and evolve and be able to get to that highest expression and it's an awesome process to see unfold do you also find it makes you when you see someone's chart it makes you almost be even more intrigued by them because you can see all these other layers to them that you that they wouldn't have been able to really understand before but yeah in a way I don't even know how I'm trying to describe this, but just like, wow, I can see you, why you're so stuck in these negative shadowy aspects mm-hmm. of your chart in these areas. But like, wow, the potential is there. Like yeah. once you get rid of these books, the potential is there.
0: <laughs> totally. And, and I think when I read someone's chart and I, I see so much about them, I, mm-hmm. I, I really want to know how it manifests. I want to, I want to get to know them so that I can see, okay, so you've got, um, a Sagittarius moon how does that manifest for you Mm. in the fifth house how Mm. how does that manifest and how does that play out and are you currently living the more shadowy aspect Mm. of that or are you living the more high high expression of that
1: Yes. um
0: how does it work for you and that's probably very Scorpio of me to like want to really get to know and really look into the depth of it Um, yes
1: it is a story it's a full storytelling experience these cards Mm. and yeah such a lived experience that is probably a A Scorpio aspect, but I think it's also a projector aspect because I'm like definitely want to know the story behind (laughs) as well. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I had a really before we wrap up. I had a really interesting experience when I read my friend's chart yesterday, and she has zero water element in her chart. Wow. And she is and predominantly air and fire, and she's a pure generator, so no, so yeah, none of that emotional.
0: Gee, is she emotionally depth. defined? Also oh, she's a uh, yeah so, cruel. She's yep.
1: pure, so yeah, so open, open emotional solar plexus. So for her, she like she can struggle with really being able to understand why other people are so sensitive and like she's a very compassionate person, but she's just the water because water element in the chart really get to the depths. You get really you <laughs> feel it all and she obviously she's still a feeling human but not having any water in her chart at all means she does have <laughs> so many um I don't know runoff occasions in her life where she's just like I just don't understand why this person was so offended by what I had to say because she's like very like almost bluntness to the way that she I feel like that's
0: herself. very manifesto as well like the fire in the air just seems like manifesto energy it's like yes just she saying it as it is
1: quite a lot of manifesto energy I mean like I would I would if I didn't know she was generally I would have thought she was a manifesto for sure mm. um but anyway that was just throwing an example like wow once you can like see these parts of your chart that you wouldn't immediately know like yes you can look up your chart and see that you have a Virgo sun and you're nodes are in this place but knowing like all the different aspects of it of a chart is like so it's very complicated um, it's a massive story it's a lifelong it's story. Such a massive story it's an essay
0: when I do a reading yeah. I I'm like we have to keep this to an hour so we just you know we touch on this so with so much to talk about mm. um but if as we were saying before if you know if we could do a five hour reading we could yeah, like as in easily. if we if we were paid for it and if it, you know if it was desired by our client, we could do that. There's just yeah. that much to cover. Yeah. I don't know how we'd go energetically with this doing a five hour reading, but <laughs> it's possible.
1: Yeah, it's possible. I would probably break it into a few different readings for sure. <laughs> <laughs> <I imagine. laughs> but yeah, I know. It's anyway, the world, the world of these things. So I'm really excited to continue exploring these charts with you, Gemma, and we can, yeah, hopefully free people from their ideas of themselves and get them to really open up to some new possibilities of, yeah, I don't know, all those potentials they have within them. Definitely. And knowing themselves, therefore
0: learning to accept themselves.
1: Oh, that—that that is the key, self-awareness and acceptance. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yeah Preach it. And acceptance of everyone, <laughs> of all our differences. Yes. Yes. Awesome. So
0: so good. I'm so glad we've discovered these systems and I'm so glad that we are making time to chat about them. So thank you so much, Chloe, for riffing
1: Yes, thank you as well, Gemma. This was fun. Um, And I'm sure people learned something today.
0: Oh, I reckon they learned heaps. Yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) Well, (laughs) knowledge. (laughs) Okay, bye. Bye.